It's the Generation Zen Podcast, episode 12, and this is a really awesome episode that I have for you guys today. I am joined by Review Tech USA's very own intro guy. Questions. Intro guy, the best sidekick ever on YouTube. And he's going to be talking about cars, The Simpsons, music, and more with me today. Now, I didn't have the usual cast of characters for the co-hosting spot this week. Instead, I have on Malarkey Man, who is a moderator on the Tech US streams, who I know very well. And he is going to be joining me and asking Intro Guy all of these kinds of questions. Me and Malarkey Man had a great bunch of conversation with Intro Guy, and it was really cool to get to talk to him and kind of find out more about him for over an hour. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And I can't wait to see, especially what the Review Tech USA live streaming community thinks, because Intro Guy, obviously he has a thigh, but he's also a legend and he's also a really nice person. And of course, like I said, he is the best sidekick on YouTube. So thank you so much for listening to this episode, everybody. And I cannot wait for you guys to listen to what we have to say. much intro guy for joining me and malarkey man on this episode of generations and podcast this is one of my most excited episodes that i've ever done because me and malarkey man were huge fans of review tech usa and his live streams and of course you're heavily featured on them i mean you are the intro guy <laughs> so before we get started i have to ask what kind of seltzer are you drinking right now what flavor to be the target store brand uh tropical cherry sparkling water and uh thanks for having me on guys i i really appreciate it and uh it's good to hear your voices oh absolutely great to, <laughs> yeah, great, great to hear yours intro guy and it's it's really an honor to be able to like chat with you in a one-on-one-on-one -on -one -on -one conversation but you know with the three of us here because we're on your the streams a lot we're moderators and you guys you make you make our days like you make our nights and especially during this whole like crazy time that we're in right now. The streams just, it brings us a lot of joy and it brings us a lot of good laughs. Yeah, it's basically I'm... like a daily ritual, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah pretty much. It blows my mind to get that, that kind of reaction from, from you guys. I'm really thrilled that I can, people find me entertaining, find us entertaining. And uh, it's been good for me too, you know? It, it's been like some kind of therapy that I get to talk to people and interact with people where... I, Otherwise, I'd be just kind of shut down in my room, hanging out with the cat. <laughs> yeah, because that's right. You guys recently just got a cat, right? Yeah, we did back in uh, back in April. The cat he just showed up one day. Uh, Rich did that. He's like, "Hey, Matt, I'm uh, I'm gonna go get a cat today. Is that all right?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." And uh, so then the, he brought the cat home, and uh, me and the cat are kind of like best friends now. It's basically my cat. I kind of stole it. Oh wow! So he kind of he the cat spends more time with you than Rich, basically. Right. She's right here, actually. If you can hear her. Oh, I actually did hear it for a second. Yeah. <laughs> she she's very talkative. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got to keep that in there. I've been holding that one in since you started recording, and I'm like, how do I let this out? <laughs> I don't, and I like, oh, I decided to let it go. Oh, that's awesome. Because <laughs> I, because I'm like, uh, I'm not on my home turf now. I, I, I gotta be like uh, polite, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, I don't want to 
don't want to go in your stream and start belching and stuff, but I guess you know, I guess you know what to expect from me by now. Intro guy, even though it is, it, it's a virtual chat. The the floor is also yours. You can do whatever you want in this chat. Okay. <laughs> Especially since you do it on stream, it's totally fine. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll I'll try to keep it in check. <laughs> so one of the things I I wanted to ask you: How did you become? The intro, like, how did you become known as Intro Guy? How did you become Rich's trusty sidekick? If you want to kind of dive into that a little bit okay. for people who don't really know who you are. Sure. It, it's just, it was just kind of happenstance and there's Rich, one of Rich's weird ideas and his, his odd sense of humor. And uh, let me explain that picture. The picture that I started at the start of Rich's videos where the explosion apparently comes out of my rear end. It, it was originally a picture taken in the spring of 2004 when I was in college and I was just Hammer drunk. You know, when I was drunk, I could couldn't keep both eyes open at the same time. Sometimes, but <laughs> it was known as the drunk eye picture. Well, he did ask me eventually. Uh, he took that picture probably from MySpace and like popped it on his uh, YouTube account as his like intro pic. Actually, I think he started with uh, me dressed as Frank Zappa. I guess I, uh, that was too dark or something, and people didn't get the joke. So he went to the went to the drunk eye picture, which is his history i guess he did ask me at one point if i was okay with uh the muse in the picture and i i said yeah sure not thinking that he would <laughs> would really ever see it and the, the <laughs> channel wouldn't, wouldn't take off the way it has and, and now i feel like uh you know the mr sparkle episode of the simpsons yes that's one of my now, favorites that's like my face is uh part of his brand and it's odd become a <laughs> national icon <laughs> seen by hundreds <laughs> it is kind of a good analogy too because in that mr sparkle episode when homer got yeah. the mr sparkle box he had no idea what that was and it's kind of like you it's like what is this tech thing you know <laughs> that's kind of, it's, it's really uh it's, it's creepy how how similar it is like i had nothing to do with his channel at all other than just my picture and until recently you know i guess i i once in a while i'd show up in a video or one of his streams that's I, I used to think it used to, i thought it used to be rich but then like because then i saw one of his old youtube videos where he explained it and i was like oh okay that's not rich because i was it was when i first started watching him oh that's and, a like, reasonable reasonable assumption yeah. <laughs> you know it's like some random guy no idea it would be so successful when Rich started this whole YouTube channel, right? He started the Review Tech USA and, and he, he decided to pursue this full time. What was your reaction to that? Were you like, this isn't going to work? Or were you like, what are you doing, Rich? Like, what was, what was kind of going through your head? I was happy for him. I know he worked a ton of crap jobs that he was miserable at. And I was really, really happy that had the balls it had to take balls to to do that and i was a little bit jealous of him too because he could just make his own schedule do what he wants basically become self-employed yeah how and like when did you become friends with rich well i've known rich since fourth grade when our our grade schools merged mm -hmm. and uh we didn't become friends until about two years later but by sixth grade he uh became friends and he just he invited me over one day to to sleep over his house I came over. He was he was recording music of Sonic the Hedgehog on to a, a cassette, and then I, we've been friends ever since. That's amazing how you guys have known each other for so long, and now like you're on the live streams together all the time. You're still really good friends to this day. That's really cool. I guess it's kind of unusual for for people to to be like lifelong friends the way we are. A lot of people uh, just drift apart 
but even though we don't have a lot in common on paper, but we're like family. It definitely seems that way. We get the vibe in the streams that like, you know, you guys obviously joke around with each other and like tease each other, but you guys like really, really care about each other. And one of the things that Rich talks about on his channel sometimes is how like you help motivate him to get really healthy and start you know exercising more and stuff that says a lot about your friendship and it says a lot about like the connection you guys have yeah i of course he did the, he did all the hard work it's a couple of years ago that we were both going through some hard times like about three years ago i quit drinking and he was there for me it's really a big support I got a lot of support from him throughout that time i stayed with him it was around that time too that i talked to him about his health and each had her own sort of uh, demons to deal with so so i just tried to help him out yeah that's really powerful and it's really cool that you guys have like such a a bigger connection other than just being the intro guy i love how we could see that connection on stream i mean just how casual he is like farting next to our intro <laughs> <laughs> and just and going, sh like and going shirtless yeah <laughs> uh, he's, he's a unique guy <laughs> <laughs> that i don't know if we would have been friends if if we didn't if i didn't know him my whole life you know because mm. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he's just he's just so over the top sometimes i'm kind of a quiet guy well i was gonna say it is funny because you guys have very unique personalities not that this is bad at all you know you're, you're a little more reserved than rich and a little more laid back and rich is like eccentric he's like not afraid to express himself like he goes shirtless sometimes but you guys work so well and and you bounce off each other yeah we we've each got our we both have anxiety problems but it's just kind of our own flavor own seltzer flavor <laughs> <laughs> what are some of your favorite memories either on a live stream or you know outside a live stream of you with rich because i know he's told a lot of stories on youtube about you guys but i just want to know like what are some of your favorite stuff that you had with Rich? And it could be something stupid. It could be something silly, like anything. A lot of mundane things. He talks about those uh, drinking stories. I don't look back fondly on those days myself. Like I kind of cringe when he tells those stories. Because... <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. You know, for him, it was just like, uh, you know, being young and dumb, but it kind of led to a darker place for me. You know what I mean? Right. You know, with the, drink, the whole drinking thing. I try not to think too much about, about that. The best times for me were were like before those days, before high school, and uh, like in the mid to late '90s, we'd hang out listening to like Metallica and uh, and walking around the mall, looking out electronic stores, and we had a bunch of Walkmans. He did anyway. He had like a, a dozen Walkman, and they're all different. And uh, he you know explained the differences of everything to me, and that's a boring story, but <laughs> kind of like now, I guess. <laughs> kind of like now yeah another fun time was in the jersey we went to the jersey shore in 99 him and our other friend mike thinking we were gonna we're like beavis and butthead we're, we're gonna like party and, and meet chicks but uh we, we wound up just kind of sitting alone by ourselves on the beach i feel like you and rich are like the real life version of beavis and butthead <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I think he's butthead. I would say that, yeah. <laughs> he's butthead in your penis. Because he's like, he's like the leader. <laughs> yeah. And I'm kind of going going along with whatever crazy idea he has. <laughs> uh, yeah, the beavers and butthead. We we were like peers. We were we were about their age, the time they were on the air. So we kind of we watched it all the time and it like we like internalized it. It became part of who we are and like it's it's conscious now. Like we unconsciously refer to the 
those episodes. You guys got inspired by Beavis and Butthead and started to do some of those kind of like back and forth, you know, witty slash like teasing kind of things to each other on the stream. And it, and it definitely shows. And it's genuine too, you know, it's not like trying to be fake or anything. Like it's, it's legit. He does that off the camera too. Because <laughs> yeah, what you see is, is uh, the real deal. Really? So like that's, that's how Rich, he just acts like that all the time? <laughs> it it, it kind of, I mean, he does kind of turn it up to 11 probably for the stream, but. You know the farts and the burps and all that. Yeah, uh, yeah he, he he generally keeps his shirt on though. Uh, <laughs> I would say generally. <laughs> you know, oh, that's funny. Less uh, full frontal nudity in in real life. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely no full frontal nudity anywhere. <laughs> well, that's good at least. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, glad. Glad I caught myself there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I find that really funny that you guys had this whole plan to go to the Jersey Shore. Like, yeah, like we're gonna hang out, we're gonna meet all kinds of people, and then it's just end up you guys hanging out on a beach. We're gonna score. It was either that or Woodstock '99. I think we probably picked the right one. Woodstock '99 was a nightmare by all accounts. Well, what happened in Woodstock '99? I don't know. It really like people like set fires and <laughs> oh my god. Got all rowdy and stuff you know i don't like crowds i don't like people I, it would have been a terrible time for me <laughs> yeah me either yeah it's, it's one of those things that just sounds like a good idea like yeah sure mm -hmm. we, should, we should totally go but then it would, once i got there i'd terrible what was your favorite video though because we kind of mentioned the stuff that you do outside of youtube what's your favorite yeah. video that you worked on with rich because i'll let malarkey man say his but mine personally is either the xbox um, oh god xbox yeah, one x unboxing <laughs> that's probably my that one and also of course the turbo express express <laughs> <laughs> those are my two favorite what about yours marky man i had to agree with both of those the xbox unboxing and the turbo express for you those are amazing i i think <laughs> the xbox one beats it just a little bit but uh, the turbo express is it's got to be my favorite one because i was i was not anxious so yeah, yeah. Now it's comfortable in front of the camera for once in my life, and uh, it was just a lot of fun. To, it was fun to make, and you know, I was I was kind of disappointed when we were done. I thought we were going to do more. Yeah, uh, we, we got the two DS review, right? That's coming up. There's the uh, the yeah. We'll see how uh, we'll see when that happens. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for that video. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah. I, I guess I'm. He said I'm going to be doing something with that. I can't remember. Xbox. That that was the one where. I was sitting there and he was like sniffing the box. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that right? And you, yeah. said, and you said he smelled really bad. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, uh, n I mean, not acting that much. <laughs> you know, that was like a genuine, like visceral reaction. Like to, he was, he smelled like, like rotting lunch meat. <laughs> and it's like, and our friend uh, Nick and Mike were both there. And I was like looking at them and they're laughing their asses off. I'm like, help me, guys. <laughs> that's so you, you're like, I, how do we tell him? How do we tell him that he stinks? <laughs> that's funny behind the scenes trivia. I had no idea that your that two other friends of yours were there during that video. Mm -hmm. Was that shot at his house or was that shot at the office at the time? That was at the the office at the time. That was at the and office. The, yeah. The 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 four of us there. We the four of us have been friends since uh, since grade school. We were all part of that same group. Since like fourth, sixth grade, and you guys are still all 
super good friends to this day. That's awesome. Yeah, we really are. I still talk to them both regularly. But that video, that video came out amazing, though. <laughs> Thanks, I gotta yeah. go watch that one again. I haven't watched in a while, but <laughs> that was like twenty seventeen, was it? Seventeen, yeah. I was still drinking at that time. I was probably hungover and smelling him. <laughs> I think like around the time you guys were still doing uh, live streaming in the red room, right? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, the red room. <laughs> remember that. Um, I remember that, yeah. And that was yeah, that was a weird uh time. I was really nervous on those streams. We know you're not a gamer, but do you have any mm-hmm. like gaming memories as a child? Yeah, yeah, I sure do. Favorite game well, I don't hard to say favorite, but most significant memory is of, of getting uh, the first Nintendo the Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. Yeah, the, the NES. Uh, and um, playing that with my dad was was a good memory. We were both terrible at it. I couldn't get, I couldn't get past like the sixth level or something. Mm-hmm. So like, and my dad could get to like the third. Wow. <laughs> he'd get to like the third, and then we'd like, and then he'd just be dead. Oh. <laughs> you know? uh, I mean, in the game, of course. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. So we'd just compete for who could rack up the most coins. Just kind of, kind of not the point, but yeah, exactly. But I mean, it, was, it was fun. <laughs> and then uh, later on, uh, I baseball on Genesis. I like sat there all all summer and played it. The other one is uh, Cruising USA. Do you guys remember that one? Heard of it before? <laughs> I've never. Heard. I didn't know grew up in Genesis. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Oh yeah, it, it was like a, a game that was in like a lot of those places. That have video games, arcades. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. I am. I'm. I think I just had a stroke. Uh, it's all right. It's your guy. Arcades. Yeah, they used to have them in arcades, and uh, it, it's a really terrible game. I still remember the music. You, you turn it on, it's like cruising, yeah, cruising USA, yeah. Well, you do love cars, so it only makes sense that you'd play that game. Yeah, you know, it had that connection, so I'd play that all day. That's just a few games that I can really remember. And 007, playing that with Rich. Oh, yeah. Oh, Gold, Goldeneye, yeah. That's a, that Goldeneye, that was a, that's a good memory that I had forgotten. I know you're not really into games now. Is it just because you got older and kind of lost interest in it? Was there any, like, particular reason, you think? Kind of grew out of it, and uh, I wasn't very good at it. The hand-eye coordination that's required and, like, get too agitated fidgety sitting in one place for a long time right and and money i guess that's another another part of it yeah I'm that makes of, yeah. that makes sense i'm kind of cheap <laughs> <laughs> that that makes sense because it's kind of kind of like every other hobby like you know when i was a ki- when i was younger i would like play music and and stuff but now i grew out of that and fo- and started doing other things so it's it's just like any other hobby really like you you like it as a kid or you like it at one point in your life and then you stop liking it later on in life it's it's completely normal i used to just get so frustrated with with it i think uh just probably mentioned i don't remember what game i was playing but i got so frustrated that i bit the game and left teeth marks in it oh my god Uh, you bit it (laughs) yeah i i ripped i ripped the the uh cartridge out and just and bit it as hard as i could oh my god still worked yeah, did it and, taste um, good though? Tasted like pure rage. <laughs> <laughs> tasted like rage. I was, oh. I was like, "What am I gonna do?" I, I wasn't sure if I was gonna smash it 
or do i don't know what to do so i i like bit it <laughs> but that's amazing that's the kind of reactions I would, I would have uh to video games so that's that's kind of kind of uh, in a nutshell why i don't play anymore but you still like um tv shows and things like that though i don't watch a lot of tv um but oh, my favorite okay. my favorite tv show is uh top gear the the british top gear yeah. have, you, have, you guys, have you guys seen that show I have not. Can you um, describe a little bit what it, what's about? Well, it's uh, these three presenters review cars and have guests on their show to drive around a racetrack in a, they call it a big star in a reasonably priced car or something like that. Mm-hmm. They do a bunch of other ridiculous things. It's, it's hard to describe. Were you ever a fan of, of like Jay Leno's Garage or anything like that? I like Jay Leno's Garage. Yeah, I've watched like a, a few episodes on YouTube. It's just, it's like interesting to see like some of the exotic cars he shows on there. Yeah, he's got some really really weird cars. Like I saw a car that was like completely powered by steam, like it's like a train. Yeah, I think I saw yeah. that episode. And yeah, wow. it's pretty amazing. That's crazy. I never seen that. I never seen that show either. Yeah, you, there's like a bunch. All, almost all the episodes are like free on YouTube. I think. Oh, cool. One of the shows that uh, you always reference on the podcast, of course, and partly because I always bring it up, is The Simpsons, because I think the early Simpsons episodes are some of like the best, some of the best TV you'll ever find. And I think it's really funny and it's just great. What are, what are some of your favorite Simpsons episodes and clips? And of course, I have to ask you to do a Barney Gumbel impression for us. Oh, okay. Of course. Uh, um, on my first... I've been a fan of The Simpsons ever since their their first episode back in 1989, I think it was. Wow! Um, wow. That, that, remember the the Christmas episode? That yes. was the first one, and I remember watching that with my my uh, family, my mom, dad, my sister, and uh, like there for a while. We we wouldn't miss an episode for the first probably four seasons. I mean, I was a kid, like nine, ten years old or so at first. I didn't get a lot of the jokes, so later on, it was only later on in reruns where I, I'd pick up on a lot of the humor. Yeah, anything from the the first four or five seasons is legendary. Like even I'd go as far as like six or seven. I don't, I couldn't say when they lost their way, but sometime around ninety nine, ninety eight. Yeah, for me, it's like the first ten seasons are 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 really solid. Like you definitely see the quality dip in in season ten a little bit, but I think those first 10 are solid but i think the 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 best of the best are probably seasons like one through seven one through eight yeah i agree and uh let's see the arnie gumble for the mr plow episode oh that's one of my favorite episodes that's that's one of my favorites and then uh then arnie uh then on the like try to like take down homer hey homer say hello to the plow king shot at his tires <laughs> <laughs> that is a perfect impression that you do. It sounds just like him. And then he, uh, then he, like, he's like in the hot tub with Linda Ronstadt for some oh, reason. Yeah. And then he's like, "Wow, Linda Ronstadt." <laughs> oh, Linda Ronstadt. <laughs> yeah, that's the Plowking episode is one of my all-time favorites. Oh, and then also um, when when Barney makes that movie for the film festival, that's another great episode. <laughs> that's a good one. I got a quote from that one too. Forty. Single, I drink. Don't cry for me. I'm already dead. <laughs> I can't hear myself. <laughs> no, that up. sounded that sounded great. That was a perfect impression. Don't cry for me. I'm already dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course, wait, intro guy says you're doing impressions. You have to do the hand kill now. 
Okay. Well, damn it, Bobby. Now you're just trying to piss me off. <laughs> Maybe I ought to tie that long hair on your head to the short hair on your ass and kick you down the street. That's amazing. <laughs> Intro guy, you really need to look at to do voice acting. Like, seriously, some of your impressions are spot on. I didn't realize I could do it until I just, just opened my mouth one day and people <laughs> re reacted. <laughs> no, you really, you really should look at to do so, like, some voice acting things, though. I feel like you'd be really good at it. Okay, I'll, I'll look into it. Oh, my heart just stopped. Well, there it goes. <laughs> and yeah, those are my those are my favorite Barney quotes, and you hate them all. Yeah, there's so many. Uh, Barney's my he's got to be my favorite character. See, my favorite character is either Millhouse or actually, I like Martin Prince a lot. Uh, Ralph Wiggum is another one for me. Oh, Ralph! Can you can you do a Ralph impression or no? I'll, I'll, I can try. I'll try. Okay, let's, let's, see, let's yeah. hear it. I love Lisa Simpson. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and I up, I'm going to marry her. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> then there's another one. Uh... My cat's breath smells like cat food. The <laughs> <laughs> worm doctor says. I wouldn't get so many nosebleeds if I kept my finger out of there. <laughs> it's just, ah, man, it's just such a good show. And it's such a shame because all, like, there was so much, like, depth to the characters. You know, like, okay, a lot of them are stereotypes or, or whatever. Yes. But, you know, they had depth to them. Like, Homer wasn't just an idiot. He actually, like, cared about his family. He actually looked after everyone. Like, Bart wasn't just a troublemaker. Like, he would always do things, like, when Lisa was down, like, one of my ep yeah. episodes I always remember about that was when Bleeding Gums Murphy died, one of yeah. Lisa's idol. And later episodes in the modern day, you know, Bart is just a kid. He doesn't care about anyone. But Bart sees that and he decides to take his $500 that he got from uh, the lawsuit that he had with Krusty um, to buy that <laughs> album for Lisa. So there's so much humor and also dynamic relationships with these characters that they just don't have these days. So I agree with you 100%. I was just watching that Bleeding Gums Murphy episode the other day. And it's like, it's striking how they're, they used to be rounded characters, like you said. And now they're just kind of, well, they used to be like a sitcom that happened to be a cartoon. Now they're just like cartoons. And like Homer went like, went from being a well-rounded character to just a, he went, he went full, uh, full idiot. Exactly. <laughs> I'd, I'd say that's like an example for like almost every like cartoon TV show that like lasts way too long, like Family Guy or SpongeBob. Like they're pretty great examples of like just cartoons that outlasted what they were supposed to last, and they're just their characters just completely died. I'd say mm -hmm. in the writing process or some somewhere in the development process, where it's the writing process or or the planning or the you know storyboard, they kind of forget where they came from with their characters, like. Homer, he was he was obviously an idiot. He wasn't smart, but there was things about him like when he made a mistake, he would genuinely apologize for that mistake. Like when he had fights with Marge, or when Marge had fights with him, they were uh, they were a very dynamic family, and they had problems, but they got over their problems and they moved on. Same with Bart and Lisa. You know, like another example is is in season three when. Homer meets that like Michael Jackson knockoff character. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, and you know Bart is like, I hate Lisa. I don't care about her birthday. And then this character looks at him like, No, you do care about her birthday. And they write that song together, you know. And and Lisa that makes Lisa's whole, you know, makes her birthday, but realizes that 
that's her relationship. You know what I mean? So it's like Absolutely. that was a great episode. You remember like early on Conan O'Brien was involved with the show? I, I do. Yes, he was those a. Are some uh, my, those are some of my favorites. He was a producer, and he wrote some of them. I think too. We yeah, we could just go on and on. There's just so much. <laughs> we could talk for an hour about The Simpsons easily. Easily, easily. Uh, maybe that should be another podcast episode. We could get you on and try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk about The Simpsons. That would, that would actually right. be fun. After, you have to rewatch a bunch and like brush up on my references. Yeah, because I've been watching. Um, because they're in four by three now on Disney Plus. So, oh I've yeah, been, I heard about that. Did, did they did they fix it? They fixed it. Yep. So now you could see the jokes properly and stuff. So I've been like binging that like every That's day. Awesome. <laughs> it's really good. Wait, they weren't in four by three before. What? what they were in sixteen by nine. Yeah, and they stretched it. It was horrible. Oh my god, I completely forgot. Everything from Fox is now just Disney. No, it's like everything. Pretty much. I mean, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Know, who who would have thought that it was? A, oh, sorry to interrupt you. Oh, yeah, like, who, who would have thought that it was like acceptable to do that to the Simpsons? They cut out so much. Yeah, it'll be fine. Nobody will notice. And like, I know it's like all you gotta do is rewatch the episodes. Like one of the examples that I saw on the line was the sideshow Bob Rakes. He clearly is like <laughs> off the frame with the rakes. Like you can clearly, oh, you no. can't see him when it's when it's stretched like that. And it's not like every show on Disney Plus is like that. Like there are four by three shows on Disney Plus or movies I on know. Disney Plus. I don't know why they excluded The Simpsons. Um, anyway, yeah, kind of <laughs> moving on. And that was a, re- a really great conversation there. Um, that was great. Hey, wait for it, wait for it. Love that sound. <laughs> it would just sound like a slap to us. Oh, it was my seltzer. Oh, it was your seltzer? Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. So one of the things you, you talk about a lot on the live stream is your love of music. And I'm not the biggest expert on music, even though I played drums for, I don't know, like 12, more than 12 years. Um, Like wow. pretty much all, all throughout um, elementary school, middle school, and high school. And then as I got older, I kind of, Stop to move to other things, um, but you you talk about music a lot on on the show, and I want to know like what are some of your favorite artists, some of your favorite bands, albums. It's cool that you started young. I wish I I started playing an instrument when I was a kid. I I play a little bit of guitar now, but like just enough to sort of accompany myself if I was going to try to sing something. But I don't I don't do that in front of people yet. But anyway, <laughs> um, my favorite bands in no particular order. Uh, it changes every day, but here goes. Uh, Wilco, Radiohead, uh, Frank Black, who was the frontman of the of the Pixies. He had a bunch of solo stuff that I'm a huge fan of. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. How could I not say Bob Dylan yet? Uh, Bob Dylan's like n- my number one all time hero. Uh, there's the Stanley Brothers. Uh, if you've heard of them, they're yeah, bluegrass. that's my dad's favorite. Yeah, I love the Stanley Brothers. I'm a big Deadhead. I love the Grateful Dead, the Beatles, and uh, a band called the Silver Jews. What, what kind of genre would you consider that, really? Uh, kind of mixed. I feel like it's it's sort of rock. I guess there's there's a common thread among all of them, like sort of Americana, if you will. I don't like that term, but you know, it's like that one foot in like the roots kind of music. Uh, the roots of the Stanley Brothers are like full on roots, like like bluegrass, those kind of. Uh, like pure forms of music, quote unquote, pure. The other foot in in rock, if that made any sense. No, totally uh, does. Totally does. Yeah, that's generally what my where my tastes are. I, I didn't even list some of the the other stuff like 
acoustic blues like uh or like delta blues like lightning hopkins howlin wolf charlie Patton, buddy waters that kind of stuff um uh, that's that's really my favorite now what about some of your favorite albums oh yeah albums and i, and I also forgot frank zappa um because of his uh musicianship and his uh intense humor like a it's like combination of that. Mm. So favorite albums, uh, Teenager of the Year by Frank Black, uh, In Rainbows by Radiohead, and uh, their other album, OK Computer, is my other favorite. Those are my two favorite Radiohead albums, I guess. The uh, self-titled album by Purple Mountains, which came out last year. That was the front, uh, the front man of the band The Silver Jews. And uh, just discovered him last year. I didn't. I didn't even realize who he was until he passed away. He fortunately committed suicide last summer, and I saw it, it popped up on Facebook. Like, who is this guy? And then I delved into his catalog. I'm like, oh my god, this guy's amazing. And uh, just a shame that I didn't didn't catch on until he was gone. But at oh, least, oh man. I, uh, but that's uh, I'm going way uh, I'm way off on a tangent there. No, you're uh, all you're all right, intro guy. You're all good. My uh, other favorite album, Dylan. Highway 61 Revisited is like a landmark, life-changing album for me. I remember sitting in my uh, uh, my grandparents' house where my parents' rec- records and my uncle's records, like they still were, and I pulled out that album and played that when I was 15 years old, and it's like, whoa. Like, I, I'd heard Like Rolling Stone on the radio before, but like the whole rest of that album blew me away. Like Songs like uh, oh, Desolation Row the thin man are on there and it's just like if you haven't heard that album you gotta and you gotta hear it and uh, another deal a later on album a world gone wrong it's like cover album dylan plays a bunch of old blues and folk songs it's him and his acoustic guitar and he like it's the sound of his voice that gets me because like people People love dylan because he's a great songwriter obviously but for me it's it's his uh it's his voice that hooked me mm. i think he's a great interpreter of of other people's work i really like covers it's they it's just to hear a familiar song like through a different like lens so yeah speak, it's so. interesting it, exactly yeah. it is interesting bring man, bring out something that you, know, you wouldn't otherwise hear in in the music right uh, another um neil young I, I forgot to mention neil oh neil young I'm a big fan of his earlier stuff, and one of my favorite albums is Zuma from uh, from like I think it was '76. And one of my favorite songs of all time, Cortez the Killer, was on that album. Oh, nice! So that's another one I recommend. I'll probably put a link to all of those in the description intro, guys, so people can check sure. them out. Yeah, I'll like a link to their like Spotify page or something like that, because uh, that's a really solid list of recommendations. And again, especially like for me, who's not really a music guy, uh, I want to check some of those guys out. And it's an incomplete list too. That's just the, uh, there's just so many, so many more that I could mention. Do you have uh, a Spotify account at your guy? I, I listen to Spotify. I don't, I don't think I do. Like I don't pay anything. Oh, okay. Cause um, well, you could still make um, like playlists and stuff. You should, I think a cool idea for you would be like make a playlist of all your favorite songs and stuff and you mm-hmm. could share it and people could listen to it. Oh yeah. That's like, that's one of my blind spots is uh i just, so just kind of like listen to my stuff and that's it so oh right i've only just i only like just started 
listening to Spotify. I don't know how many, how many years late am I? How long has that been around? <laughs> yeah. Like I literally started listening to Spotify last year. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. I've been supposed to do it since like 2014 or 2015. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and yes, I have, I've literally been living under a rock because <laughs> I, I was living in Yosemite. Can you tell the difference between vinyl and CDs? Can you tell the difference between analog music and digital music? I don't know. I mean, I, I definitely like the tactile aspect of, of vinyl uh, that you can, you know, you see it and you can, you can feel it, you know, you physically dropping that, that needle into the groove and like digital is a lot, is just old and sterile and you don't have any, I mean, you might have a CD, and the, but it's not quite the same. Um, maybe I'm just a, uh, you know, old, a boomer. Maybe I'm just old fashioned, but I, that, but I like it. I, I have a big record collection and I just, uh, I, st that's one of my, one of my hobbies is collecting uh, vinyl records. So as far as sound goes, I am far from a, Audio. far from a audiophile. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I mean, so many of those records, the record players you find anymore, they're all junk. So it's like, this sounds like it was, it was like recorded, you know, at the end of a, you know, a, a can on a string or something it sounds so tinny and awful like is this what vinyl records sound like is this is this what people used to listen to <laughs> so this sucks so i can't really make a fair comparison because i have a good system to, to play it you know it sound wise but you know from as far as like the the feel of it i the vinyl is like the, the you have the album covers this physical thing there to hold and, and look at um i like that yeah i can't personally tell the difference between like most formats like CDs or MP3s, like I just listen to the music and that's it. Like I don't really focus. I'm on pretty, pretty much the same way. Like, yeah. uh, like it was a pain in the ass when, because uh, like the FLAC files, like the lossless audio files, uh, my hearing sucks. Like I, I have mm. like tinnitus, and my ear, my ears ring all the time anyway. So it's like I can't hear the difference. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I'll get, I'll just get angry because I didn't want to pay for the Spotify Premium, and so instead yeah. I would just like download. I would get a YouTube to MP3 converter. And yeah, I get like a YouTube link for. I know it's not gonna be nearly as good like a quality wise, but like I'll just get it and like convert it to an MP3, put it on my phone, or if I don't feel like YouTube, I have an iPod too, so I'll just put it on there. Whatever works, man. You know, I, yeah, I used exactly. to do. I, I used to do like I guess sort of the opposite. Like I, I had a tape player in in one of my old cars, my old Bob, and uh, I used to record. I'd tape MP3s off of my computer. Like I'd run it run that into my old boom box and just record it mm. <laughs> MP3s onto, onto cassette pretty terrible sound but it, you know it's good enough for yeah. it's good enough for uh, enough for the, to for the car that makes a thousand mm. noises anyway the thing i like about the ipod is like it's not like connected to your phone or anything it's literally just made for music so you don't get like distracted with like notifications or anything that's just like how I like to listen. If I had my way, I'd still be using my same old uh, MP3 player. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> you just you just dra drag it over and drop it into. Yeah. I, this is like my angry man, like screaming at a, a cloud kind of moment. <laughs> Grandpa Simpson. But, but, if I could, <laughs> back in my day, <laughs> listen to the music on wax cylinders. Grandpa, are you sitting on the apple pie? I sure hope so. <laughs> Couldn't help that throwing that Simpsons reference in no, there. Yeah, it's a great reference where they where they get the apple cider. Yes. Oh wait, it's the cat. Yes. Grandpa, that's Maggie. Yes. <laughs>
Grandpa, that's the cat again. <laughs> this comes up a, a lot on the stream, like a lot of people want to know. What are some of your favorite concert moments? And do you have any concert horror stories? Oh man, concert moments. One of them is uh, a Neil Young concert at Madison Square Garden in 2009, where the band Wilco opened for them, for Neil, his band. That was like mind a whole the whole show was mind blowing. It was just sensory overload. It was like two of my favorite musicians in one place at the same time. As like Neil, and he played my favorite song, Cortez the Killer, and that went nuts. Mm. Uh, so that was a good moment. Uh, and then I've seen Bob Dylan about 30 times in concert since 1998. They all, all those memories kind of blend together, but there was one at the one in particular stands out at the Newport Folk Festival in 2002. He hadn't played there since 1965 when he won electric. He unquote won electric and started playing electric music. And uh, he came back in 2002, and he came on stage wearing a fake beard and a wig and didn't say a word to the crowd, just played his set and, and left. So that, that was weird. Did people know who he was? Eventually. At, well, at first, it was like, first, it's like, who's that guy with, with the, the long hair and the wig? I was like, and then he starts singing, like, well, shit, that's Bob. What's he doing? <laughs> that's so weird. Know? Like, never explained it. He just, you know, he's such a strange guy. Dylan's new album is pretty great, by the way. If you, if you haven't had a chance to check it out, it's, uh, he has a 17-minute song about the Kennedy assassination on it. He's 79 years old and puts out this album in the middle of a pandemic and that, with a 17-minute song about AFK. And, okay, Bob, you know? It's, yeah, it's very <laughs> good, interesting. Good to, hear, good to hear from you. Yeah, he sounds great. You know, he can still sing. Another concert moment is uh, I got to see Ralph Stanley uh, play live at uh, the Bethel Woods Bluegrass Jamboree in 2010. Now, at the time, he, by that time, he was, I think, in his early 80s. And uh, it was a miserable day, like pouring rain. And he, he stayed after the show to sign autographs at his uh, merch table. I went up there and got his autograph and said hi to him. And that, that was just like a, a thrill of a lifetime, you know, to meet to get a legend, probably. And any horror stories? The concerts are just kind of, it's a love-hate thing for me. It's like, I love the music. I hate people. <laughs> uh, the older I get, the, the, the less tolerance I have for dealing with the crowds. Out at Golden Gate Park, they, they do the Heartily Strictly Bluegrass Festival. Uh, just about every year out there in San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, that's that's where I was. Uh, I this time I rode Bart from Berkeley to oh, San Francisco God. in 2013. I think this was, and there's not much, not anything specific that was horrifying about it. Like I, I was alone, and I was just trying to find my way around a city I hadn't been to before and navigate the public transit. And it was just it was nerve wracking and scary, you know, yeah. for an introverted guy. Not really a horror story, but yeah. uh, there's another time in the Bay Area. Uh, Neil Young's uh, Brood School Benefit concert, 2011. I got really drunk. Couldn't figure out how to get back to my hotel room. And I was there, and I was alone. Like I, I called a taxi, and then I went outside and just got into the first taxi I saw. And I guess somebody got my cab. 
But I just I got into a taxi. He's like, yeah, I gotta go here, and I made it. So I guess that's that's good. It's, uh, <laughs> oh, thank God. That's it's scary. not much, but that, yeah, it was just me being uh, me at the time, I guess. Should you go on to the next set of questions? You're going to ask me about, uh, there's one of you, one of those questions about new rock. Oh yeah, let's ask that real quick. Yeah, so the music I like the best, intro guy, is new age stuff. Bands like Coheed and Cambria, Taking Back Sunday, those are my personal favorites. I don't know if you've ever listened to those, but I'm, I'm curious what your thoughts are. Heard the names of all those bands before. I'd never checked them out. I checked out Coheed and Cambria today. I thought they kind of rocked. They're my all-time favorite. Now, uh, the, th- the thing for me is like I, I sort of dropped out of uh, or tuned out of pop music in the late 90s, right around the time you were getting into music, it sounds like. Sure, 90s, yeah. Or the, or the music you're into anyway. Music I'm um, into, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's around the time I was delving into the back catalogs of like Dylan, The Stones, Neil Young, etc. Uh, so I hadn't listened to it for a while. Then like, there's, you know, later on I, I come back to it and I'm, it's like, this stuff sounds different. I don't know what the, if the term sounds different. Like is it dynamic range compression? I think. I think like, so. Yeah. I the think way, that's right. The way stuff is produced to sound loud all the time. Right. Uh, even like the quiet stuff, some music you can't even tell like what the instruments are like, I'm sure there's a good song in there somewhere. But it's just so, it's all just kind of static, you know? At least that's the way it sounds to me. Like like the Coheed and Cambria, I listened to one of their studio cuts. Yeah, listen to me. Cuts. Tracks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> listen to one of their studio tracks. Uh, or songs. How about that? And uh, I don't remember which one. But then I found a, a live version and it just sounds so much better to me. Yeah, their like, live stuff I, is I'm excellent. Like, I'm like, yeah, this is actually, this is really good. You know, yeah, I've they seen them in concert eight. three or four times, and nice. they're and they're my all time favorite band, and they're just so good live. Cool. Yeah, I'll need to delve deeper into their uh, their catalog. They have like acoustic covers on YouTube and stuff too, and I think that stuff is like some of their best when they're when they're doing like off the cuff out of studio events and stuff. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely look into that. And the, cool. the other bands I've uh, you know I hadn't really heard of you. That uh, the sleeping. I think you mentioned that one. Yes, I kind of like the the screaming bits. I guess you could kind of compare them like new mate, new age Metallica. But I first heard of them from Tony Hawk Pro Skater. But they don't make any new music really anymore. They're kind of oh, disbanded. Really? Yeah, they're kind of disbanded. And then um, Taking Back Sunday is. I feel like it's kind of like new age, like rock pop. I guess you would call it. I definitely have to add them to my my list of uh, stuff to listen to. Cool. Uh, yeah, like I think they're just as talented as, as the, uh, the older musicians. Like, if by older we mean like yeah. the grunge era back, I guess. I don't know if you, I don't know where to draw the line with classic, but uh, they're just, like just as talented. But it's, for me, it's just it's harder to tell because of the production for me. Because oh, I, for sure, lose, lose me. Yeah, and I told I totally get where you're coming from. It's like they they make them this way for people to listen to in their car or on their. Uh, iPods or something, I guess. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for thanks for answering that, your guy. Yeah, no problem. Moving on to the car portion of the stuff because I know yeah. you're a huge car guy, and I'm yes. not as big into cars, but Malarkey Man knows quite a bit, so he's going to be mostly covering this section. 
All right. <laughs> so take <laughs> it away, Mark. Yeah. I, mean, I guess these questions I can have to do with each other. Like, what was the very first car you ever drove? And like, what was the worst car you ever drove? Best best the worst car. and the first first worst and first thing. okay the 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 first uh, uh the best car no god damn it <laughs> oh, you can't answer best can't bring, i can't how about this today. how about the best car you ever drove the worst car you ever drove and the first car you ever drove first my first car was a 1985 toyota tercel uh the wagon and it was uh, it was rusty as hell, and I have lots of memories of driving around with Rich in that thing. Oh, wow, <laughs> uh, those, 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 those are some good memories. It was a manual transmission, so you know, he couldn't drive it. Oh. Uh, so <laughs> I wound up driving everywhere, and he, he even let me drive his cars. Um, wow. You know, because wow. his parents like think think they trusted me more than him. <laughs> You know, like his first his first car was like a was a ninety five Cher- Grand Cherokee with, mm. uh, the, with the V eight, and he like immediately rolled it. Uh, <laughs> so like then they got him a, I think they got him the Volvo two forty. He had the two forty for a while, and then it was an eighty eight Mercedes three hundred E. I I loved the hell out of that car. That's the car we drove down to the Jersey Shore. Car is a tank, man. <laughs> I loved it. Worst car. Uh, that has to be a Chevy Metro. It was when I was working for Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Uh, the yes. Chevy Metro was the oh, worst. <laughs> so up. It looks so weird. Oh, it kind of has like a little bit like of a Chrysler Concorde, like on the front. You oh, know what the Chrysler Concorde is? I remember the Concorde, yeah. yeah. Those were wretched too. Yeah, I think you talked about like driving a PT Cruiser. Oh, the, yeah, those PT Cruisers oh, are so... terrible. Like around the time, these car companies were trying to like modernize older designs it was really strange what they were trying to do like the pt cruiser they brought back the ford thunderbird yeah like cash in on that retro yeah while those and... while those old people were, were still alive <laughs> like like make this will be grandpa's last car before they yeah. stick him in the home <laughs> <laughs> you know you know cash in while you can right it, uh with the uh and then the hhr was late to the party like and years later, like here's an HHR. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, question oh, to yeah. answer to a question that was asked ten years earlier. First car, Chevy Metro, hands down. The car had no power steering, crank windows, manual locks. Uh, the Ace. These are new cars, and the AC wouldn't work in the summer, and the heat worked like crap in the winter. Those are like crank. the like the the economy cars that they used to be they used to be geo metros but then they did away with geo and were bre- or badged as chevy but i think they were made by suzuki yeah, like i think you said the hhr i also remember the chevrolet ssr it's it's hideous honestly. that too yeah it's so that, the ssr was uh, that at least uh had a decent engine in it and yeah, but i've seen people like, drive it around it, i don't know how people drive that. they're weird <laughs> I'd probably I'd take I'd take that over a PT Cruiser. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but um, <laughs> what would you say like your dream car is like now and like your dream car when you were younger? Okay, my, I'll say my my dream car when I was younger was uh, uh, sixty nineteen. It's kind of specific actually. Uh, nineteen sixty five through nineteen sixty eight, uh, full size Chevy sedan. Um, mm. for, for nostalgic reasons, because uh, like some of my earliest memories are, are of my grandparents driving me around, and then mm-hmm. like the early to mid 1980s, they had a 60, 
six Impala. Uh, so I want, so I always wanted one because um, I thought they were so cool looking. Mm-hmm. Enormous. Yeah, it was really nice. So I actually, I actually got it. It's a dream that came true. <laughs> and uh, you know, they say about like meeting your heroes, meeting your idols. Mm-hmm. Like once I got it, it's like I don't know what I thought this thing was going to drive like, but it was a free, <laughs> it was a freaking boat. It was scary. Whoa. I mean, it had manual. Like uh, no power brakes, manual drum brakes all around, and uh, it's the steering was about as precise as uh, the, the Titanic, I'd say. <laughs> you know, it, it, was, it was like you, there was about there's about uh, six inches of six inches of free play in that wheel. That was like super. It's like a huge steering wheel, and you had to like turn it like fifty times to to get it to lock. You know. I'd say like my so, my personal favorite uh, dream car is probably the the Chevy Bel Air from the fifties, nineteen fifty five. That's I love that car. My my car was a six uh, nineteen sixty eight Bel Air, but those those late fifties were those were cool the cool mm-hmm. ones. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. It was just a the the Bel Air by the late sixties was, was just a mid level basic mid level trim basic car of these big ass bench seats that you could sleep in. But I remember my girlfriend at the time wouldn't in it. So <laughs> wow. She, she never, you know, we were, I think we were together for like a year and she, she never got, she never rode in it. She would not be seen in that car. You know, she said she was scared, but I think she was just embarrassed. Oh. <laughs> she was embarrassed. She didn't want to be seen in that car. Probably. <laughs> well, Marky man, oh. I think that's part of the reason why I I was talking to you off air about this, but why I, I should trade in my Corolla because I feel like some people would get embarrassed that they see inside of it, <laughs> or maybe oh, not, yeah. maybe not. No, no, the Corollas. I think like you're like a 2008, right? Or it's 2008, something. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow, like the that's like a neutral car. It doesn't. I don't think it says like anything about you or anybody. Right. Like, exactly. It's, it's anybody, anybody who. It, like like for me right now, I have a Honda Accord. It's like it's like one of the most common cars in the world, and it's like it doesn't say it's invisible to like yeah. Like when you think car, just the word car, you think of like a an 08 Corolla. Like you don't think about yeah. when you, like when you see it on the road, you don't think about it. You just okay, there's a car right there. You know, you know right, right. exactly. And exactly. like nobody, I don't think any anybody would be would think one way or the other about it. Exactly. You know? Um, you have the also, um oh that's good to know though but do, do you have the 2020 honda accord oh no no i have uh, a 2007 oh 2007 okay a 2007 oh, with a manual transmission and it's just a basic car like one of the most common cars like yeah just a uh, regular sedan today. basically you, you know you see, you see them everywhere yeah exactly yeah and or are, do you, for your Corolla, is it like the re, they redesigned it like in 2009, the Corolla? Is it that one or like just the original 2008? I'll tell you right now. If you if you go on Google and you type in. Yeah, that was uh, the last, 2008 was the last year of that body style, I believe. Mm-hmm. Corolla. 2009. And 2000, 2009, they updated it a little. Yeah, 2008. Yeah, that, that first image on Google images, that's mm-hmm. exactly what my car looks like. What color is it? Mine's blue. I got the blue. Oh, thank God. I, I was afraid you're going to say tan. No. Oh, God. No, thank God. Thank God. No. No, it was um, actually, I got this car when I graduated as like, uh, okay, my grandma was getting a, getting a Prius at the time, and this was her car. She was like, okay, here you go. Here's a car. And it worked great. It served me really well. I mean, it, I drive a whole lot these days, but I'm planning to when the pandemic's over. 
and I definitely want to get I, like I was telling telling you off air like I definitely want to get some kind of like hybrid car because yeah. I think those are nice and they they save gas so I'm I'm looking want, into that. I w- I wouldn't recommend getting a Prius. I'd rather I I'd much rather like recommend a Corolla hybrid because unless you get the Prius Prime, which has a lot like it's really high like miles per gallon. But that's like, what my dad Corolla. had. My dad had yeah. the Prius Prime, but I don't I can't really get something that I can plug into though you know what i mean because like i live in an apartment building we don't have charging stations like so i need something that could do like you know it runs on there, both, it, essentially without needing to charge if, um but the corolla hybrid it's like the same price as like a, the original the normal prius the base model prius and it looks a lot nicer really okay <laughs> yeah. I, I agree okay, with you Mark, enough. man yeah i, I, I definitely I, agree the priuses are different are they're polarizing yeah they are polarizing <laughs> to, to put it kindly i guess yeah uh, no they are they are I, I think they improved it a little bit. Like it's not much better. It's like, yeah. like I was saying off off air that my brother in law has one, but I haven't had the chance to check it out. We got the uh, the new all wheel drive Prius. Oh really? Like, oh, <laughs> which uh, it the all wheel drive only works up to like I think forty four miles an hour, and then it's front wheel drive only only over that speed. Mm. So it's just I guess a little extra oomph to get you. Yeah, unstuck uh, from the snow or something. Get you out of the driveway. I guess we could like move over to like the more like just talking about the companies of car companies. Like, what are the? I think you you probably see me like making fun of Fiat Chrysler. Um, just what are your thoughts on the entire yeah. company? Because everything I, they almost everything they make it's horrible. <laughs> I've not heard a good thing about Fiat. You know, Exactly. Um, no, yeah, that's like a big, that's like a horrible combination. I have never heard one good thing about them, uh, except for the one two four spider, because it is based on the Miata. No, do you know that the, the no, you know what I'm, I'm talking about? I've never heard of that. The one twenty one two four spider is a kind of it's kind of a cool car. It's a little roadster. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's based on the Miata. Basically, not as good. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean it doesn't it's look got, bad, but. It's got. It does look pretty nice, but it's yeah. it's got the uh, that one point four liter multi air engine in it. That's what mm. they call their their tur- their turbos. They they have multi. They have more than one air in it. I guess you know. <laughs> it's, just a fu- it's a funny name. Wasn't there some kind of lawsuit with the Chrysler, one of the Chryslers recently? I don't recall. Wasn't like so there was some phony auto sales that they were trying to do or something uh, i don't know maybe that could be true i'm not sure i haven't heard of that really i haven't heard of that and one. like fiat's like flagship like fiat car just the fiat brand sells horribly in the united states because it's like people don't want to buy these tiny cars really they they have just a just the negative connotations all mm-hmm. around i think what the, what's left really besides the there's it's a 300 the, there's a 300 there's the uh the charger the knockoff, knockoff rolls royce uh, yeah yeah they got <laughs> 15 years now based like pretty much the similar the same thing <laughs> i don't even know what they're doing. i've never i i see more like teslas than chrysler's now <laughs> yeah but as far as chrysler goes i i still think the trucks are okay like the Make trucks uh, uh chrysler as in like ran, chrysler Dodge oh ran. okay yeah i see um, <laughs> i thought you're talking about like the chrysler branded trucks no, no there used to be if you remember the chrysler aspen um hmm. Which is a re, it was a rebadged Dodge Durango. They they, <laughs> they called it the Aspen, mm. which which was a shitty car in the seventies, and they thought it was a good idea to bring back the the name Aspen. But yeah, it 
it didn't work. Um, yeah, the, the V 3.6 liter engine is, is good. Uh, and the V eights in the trucks are, are good. Like other than that, I, I wouldn't touch them. Yeah. I just um, looked up this Chrysler thing. I was right. It says the, um, what, what do they call it? Fiat Chrysler? F-I-A-T? Yeah, Fiat Chrysler Automotive's U.S. unit settled an antitrust lawsuit claiming the company pushed dealers to submit fraudulent sales numbers to prop up its share price. Fiat Chrysler Group owns Jeep, Dodge, Chrysler, obviously, Ferrari, mm-hmm. Ram, and Maserati. I didn't know they owned Maserati and Ferrari, but... I didn't know that either. That's weird. And Jeep has... <laughs> their quality has gone down recently. What about your favorite car brand? Oh yeah, sorry, I forgot about that one. Favorite car brand is, I guess, the criteria that I would actually buy one today if I had the means. It's boring. I gotta say, like Toyota or Mazda. I can't get too excited about anything Toyota makes, but that's, I mean, I want it. I, guess, I, I like you. I guess you put Lexus under the Toyota name, right? Yeah, there's, a, there's a, some some Lexus Lex, Lex I plural Lexus. Whatever that is, uh, some of them are good. Um, okay. I really want to see how the the new Toyota, what's the hydrogen one? The hydrogen field cell one. It's called the. I don't remember what it's called, but I th- I think I know what you're talking about. A hydrogen car. It's called the Mirai Toyota Mirai. The 2021 yes. was extremely uh, hideous, but now the 2021 looks really nice. Actually, it looks like a Lexus. I'll have to check that but out. But it's under the Toyota. I I forgot. Uh, you you asked what. My favorite, uh, what my current dream car is. Uh, I I didn't answer yet. My oh. I think my current uh, my current dream car is an E Mercedes Benz E sixty three wagon. Pretty much anything I would need in a car. Probably too much, you know, like a basic E or four fifty wagon. The basic wagon would be fine with me. Mm-hmm. I, I just have a, a weird thing for station wagons, yeah. and they <laughs> they don't make a they don't make enough of them. More. I don't expect that. Like I like the design of it. Like it's kind of like modern, like kind of like it's like elegant. It's like an elegant Jeep, like or something. I don't really know how to explain it, but like I like the design. The the width. Uh, oh, it's uh, the design of the the G wagon or what? What's it called again? Landwagen. <laughs> but I'm looking I like at the... this this Mercedes Benz CLS, it looks really nice. The 2021 version. Oh yeah, that's the the. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I just looked it up. It looks oh, really nice. I think nice. I know what you're talking about. Wow. Yeah, Star- high starting sweet. price, but those are that's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And again, yeah. I, when I see when I like a car, that says something because I'm not a car person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And old, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention old Sobs. They're like one of my dream cars because I owned them for like ten years, from '03 to. 2013 i had two of them two of the classic 900s they're just so odd they're they're quirky little cars and <laughs> and they're dead a dead company oh. and it's just they're just getting harder and harder to find parts for so it's not like realistic yeah. for me to ever own one again mm-hmm. i miss them i they were they were nice if you ever get a chance look up the top gear uh sob special they did after after sob went belly up did you hear about the new ford Bronco, yeah, like, it kind of looks like a Jeep Wrangler, kind of. Yeah, they're kind of trying to beat Jeep at their own game. That, <laughs> but you know, people are going crazy over that thing. You know, wait list. 
Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, I, I personally would, I'd give it a little while. <laughs> I don't know if I trust. I don't know if I trust Ford enough to, yeah. uh, like, it's like a clean sheet design. I think, right? Exactly. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a brand new design, and I'd give it some time for them to work the kinks out. Exactly. They're, they're, they're going to, there has to be, something's going to go wrong with that thing. They're, they're going to <laughs> Assuming everything's, everything's perfect. The things, oh, nothing goes wrong. I, I'd have it with the, I'd have the base model with the, the 2.7 liter and is 2.7 liter. I think uh, the, with the twin turbo four cylinder, I can't remember the displacement two point something. Uh, I'd have it with that. And the, uh, the seven speed manual, it's like base steel wheels and two doors. That's how I'd want it. Mm -hmm. Just as basic as I could possibly get it. Yeah, I I, I, just, I would just weigh it out. I, I would never buy like a, a brand new car like that. Yeah, and um, it's like what's probably caught GM with their pants down because like you know, Chrysler has their Jeep obviously, mm -hmm. uh, and, that, and the Jeep's always going to be. It still has that kind of brand loyalty and uh, yeah. name recognition and all that stuff. Um, GM kind of like turned the, the Blazer into a, it's just a Me Too crossover. Mm -hmm. And even uh, the, the Trailblazer, they took, took that, that was a good name. Not that it was like a, ever a great vehicle, but uh, yeah. it, was a, it was a good name. And they mm -hmm. could have, they could have made like a, a, something competitive with the Ape and the Bronco, but they took the Trailblazer name and made it into a, a smaller CUV, mm -hmm. and I think it comes with a base three cylinder. Like what? What do they have left, really? What else? Yeah. If if they were to come up with uh, uh, something competitive in that class, like what, what do they call it? <laughs> I don't know. You obviously know a lot about cars, so I got two questions for you. Right? Have you ever worked in any kind of position? relating to cars so like a mechanic or dealership or rental car or something like that and also i know it was mentioned on live streams before but do you plan on starting your own youtube channel where you kind of review cars and you kind of look at the state of the car industry and kind of analyze it review cars usa review, review cars, cars USA. usa yeah <laughs> well uh i guess i'll i'll start with that question uh yeah i i've thought about it i just don't I don't even, I don't know what the first step to take is. I don't know. I'd, I guess I'd have to ask Rich, I suppose. Yeah. He, what better way to ask than Mr. You know, 915,000 subs now, Rich. Well, yeah, he, he would be a good one to ask. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but then it's like the question of like, what would my channel be? Like what? Uh, I mean, you could do like a, maybe like a style of like, I guess maybe like, kind of like Scotty Kilmer, like talking about car news maybe, or just talking about cars in general, like what kind of car, like once a week you'll, review like a car that you drove before like you'll explain like your experience will fit or like, or, like, I, uh, or like rich's style like rich's style like you make like, when there's a gaming news story he makes a video when there's a car news story you make a video <laughs> i suppose i could do that if That'd i be cool. you know I, I don't know i just don't know if i have enough to say to fill up like that much like airspace you know what i'm saying like uh but i could try I mean, um, like uh, cars for like how long like 20 or 30 minutes here <laughs> yeah <laughs> probably yeah. well and i'll say um, this too intro guys like you know, you could definitely captivate an audience and people are, cause you know so much about cars. Like, I mean, I was just listening back and hearing what you're saying, you know, so much, I feel like people would go to you because they either want to learn something or like go to your, your expertise. I feel like you'd be good. And plus you would have a really good base following from 
from us, you know, people from exactly since you're on the live streams with Rich. So you would, I think you do a great job. You should definitely do it. Yeah, I wouldn't really say it's like complicated or anything. All you use like a phone, (laughs) your like computer or something. Your phone and a computer, and that's kind of it. So I think you'd be great on it if you do it. Well, thank you, thank thank you. I'm sure it'd be like a learning curve and everything, but it's uh, maybe I sell myself short. I Um, think you are because. You know, and even if they're not like the greatest videos in the beginning, every video you do, they get better and better and you learn something from each video. So I think you should sure. totally look into doing it. It's like take, take a page out of Richard's book and just do it. Not, not be, and not be afraid of like falling on my, falling on my face, really. Right. If I screw, you know, if I screw up and then again, there's the, like, what if I'm successful? Like, that's like, what if, what if I turn into like, what I, like, I, I see what Rich go, has to deal with sometimes with, uh, you know, all that, Trolls, all that other, yeah. all that negative stuff that goes along with being a, a popular YouTuber. It's like, do I, re- I gotta ask myself, do I really want that? Like, am I, am I going to be okay with that? Like, I'm, I'm kind of a, you know, I'm kind of a private person. So, that's a uh, fair point. That's a fair point. It's, you know, that's, that's one, that's really the reason why I wouldn't do it. You know, if, if I don't. So. Right. But yeah, I would definitely, like you know, that, that's like a, it's, it's you know, I, I haven't made a first video yet, so I can't think about like, what am I going to do when, when my fans start stalking me or something? <laughs> so <laughs> no, it's, I know. I'm getting ahead, but I, I, I can always, it's just my nature. Like, I can always find something to worry about. Honestly, it is a fair criticism. And, and cause I'll tell you this, even though this podcast is really small, of course, but we've had some pretty big name guests on, like Dreamcast Guy and mm. uh, Tommy Tellrico and stuff, and obviously you <laughs> as a big name guest, I would say. Yeah. You know, and that's something I thought about too. But at the end of the day, is like, you know, you just gotta ignore those people because they're the people who really support you, like me, Malarkey Man, Google Fish, like you know, the we're we're the people who support you, and the people who just try to bring you down, they're just they're just trolls and. You're never going to make those people happy, but people who watch your videos are genuinely going to enjoy your videos and they're going to be happy when you upload. Like again, Rich's videos and Rich's streams. Yeah, he gets trolled sometimes, but guess what? A thousand people watch his streams almost daily now and we have a great time. So I think you should totally consider it. Well, thank you. Yeah, that's, I'm just like, I'm, again, I'm kind of blown away by the, you know, the all the kind words there. Oh, it's true. Cause put it this way, intro guy, again, I'm not a car guy, but I love listening back for, for a little bit and just <laughs> hearing you talk about it. <laughs> I learned something. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, I'm just uh, really flattered that you thought I'm interesting enough to have me on this uh, the show. Absolutely. Absol- absolutely, Intro Guy. Again, this is a dream. Like, I always thought, like, it would be really cool to have Intro Guy on, but I wasn't sure if you were going to say yes. And then me and Marky Man were talking on Monday, and then yeah. uh, he gave you the super chat. And, you know, we, we really, we really, really appreciate you taking, like, basically two hours out of your day to two random people who tune into the streams. You know, it means a lot. <laughs> oh, well, you're welcome. You know, it's like the way I see it is I'm just hanging out with, uh, with two friends. Yeah, that's, that's how we it, see it, it too. It's you know? not a problem at all. I'm just, I'm really enjoying the, our conversation. So, was there any Marky Man or Intro Guy? Was there any, like, final thoughts you want to give any final questions or think last minute things you want to add name drop a couple of youtube channels that i uh i regularly watch uh sure go ahead mostly mostly car channels vice grip mm-hmm. garage is great there's savage geese car reviews and hoovies garage of course regular car reviews mm-hmm. uh 
straight pipes and uh that's about it i mean off the top of my head there I, i'm sure there's a few more but garage that guy's uh that guy's uh entertaining cool and morgan yeah. was there anything you want you want to ask as a final note we have the most important question what's your favorite seltzer flavor Ooh, this is Ooh. a great last question what is your favorite seltzer flavor and brand and brand yeah is, cold, <laughs> is cold a flavor um <laughs> uh, black i'd have to say black cherry waterloo mm. that is the seltzer of the gods Ooh. <laughs> honestly what i love is i love polar seltzer their lemon i think is phenomenal that Polar's and great. their vanilla orange are really good I could also like a good uh, the unicorn kisses. I was gonna say yes, the unicorn kisses are awesome. I just wish they were in bigger cans. No, the, the little two little two pushes and they're gone. Man. I know because they're so good. You know, like I could drink no. a whole case of those unicorn. Or as Rich says, <laughs> unicorn kisses. You know, unicorn <laughs> kisses. Polar is like too rich for my blood up here. It's it's expensive. Like Five dollars for a twelve, a twelve pack. So I oh, I, know. I stick to the. I stick to the store brand and it's, you know, it, it's still, it's still wet. That's fair. No, that's fair. So it, it works. It makes, yeah. you know, makes burps come out. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's, no, that's, that's valid. That's really valid. I also like bubbly a lot. Bubbly's good. I know Rich mm, doesn't yep. like bubbly, but I like it. I like it too. Yeah. I used, I, I used to buy that all the time. Like certain flavors, I guess, uh, are mm -hmm. better than others. I kind of like their yeah. strawberry. I made the mistake of buying 7-Eleven seltzer. It was so bad. Was <laughs> oh, God. Oh now, was it better than the 7-Eleven pizza? Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. It's, you know what's amazing, though, as a real quick side note, that Little Caesars pizza is it's cheaper, cheaper than 7-Eleven. Yeah, it's really it's nuts. Up. I don't know what they put in there. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Get, don't, don't eat gas station food. No, I don't eat gas station no, food. No, I never. Or 7-Eleven food. I, they're usually gas stations attached to them. Yep, I never, fine. ever do. I've driven cross-country enough to, to know to avoid oh, that. Imagine when you're on a road trip and you you eat food at a gas station. You have, like, a stomachache or diarrhea on a in a car ride. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, the worst. It hasn't happened it, to me. And you have to use God. a gas station bathroom. You're driving along and it's like... I gotta go, and I'm looking at these buildings like there's a, there's a toilet in there. God damn it! <laughs> yep, yep, it's <laughs> the there's a toilet in there too. I can't use it. God damn it! No, I can't go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, seriously. Cool. Well, yeah, this is a great episode. And yeah. um, intro guy. First, again, I just want to say this. Thank you so much for coming on. This is yeah, uh, as as Review Tech USA <laughs> diehard fans between me and Malarkey Man <laughs> having you on was was a dream come true, and we really appreciate it. So, where can people find you? Where can people listen to you? And plug plug away, plug whatever oh. social media and accounts you want to plug. Go ahead. <laughs> well, well, it's absolutely my pleasure to be on on this uh, podcast with you. Um, a lot of fun. And uh, as far as plugging anything, I. I have I have, an intro, I have an intro guy Instagram page, but I don't really I post like stupid pictures that I like Photoshop. <laughs> um, I just like two pictures that you posted the other day. I thought they were pretty good. Because I, I just downloaded a, a Photoshop program for like the first time ever on Ooh, my phone. Nice. I'm, I've been like a, just making stupid pictures all day long. <laughs> so, See, that's why Rich needs you to give Rich needs to give you a laptop so you can do that stuff on the computer. I made some uh, cucumber related images that uh, he's, he's been threatening to use. And if he doesn't, I'm going to just put them up on Instagram. 
<laughs> nice. Cool. So, oh, you know, I, what do I have to plug? Uh, you know, seltzer, man. Just drink it. Stay, <laughs> stay hydrated. Stay healthy. And be nice to each other. That's it. That, those are my words. That's I my life advice. This is the intro guy from Utah USA signing out. Have a yeah. good <laughs> <laughs> Well, of course, people can listen to you on the Review Tech USA live streams. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot about there. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, thing, that thing that I do with Rich. <laughs> and I know you said you're starting work again soon, but you're still going to be on those, you said, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll, be, uh, I'll be working mostly during the week. I'll be off Fridays and Saturdays. So those are the uh, probably the two days. So I'll probably say Thursdays and Fridays. You'll probably see me on a stream. Okay, and cool. Definitively there. And, uh, you know, and maybe if we're streaming a little earlier, you know, like I could do like seven thirty to nine thirty or something, that kind of time block. We should ask him about that. Hey, we should stream earlier. So intro intro guy can continue being on. Cause you guys, I love having both of you guys on the stream. It's just so great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just because uh, it, honestly, it feels it feels odd. Nothing against Rich, but it does feel odd when you're not there. You guys, you're too kind, man. <laughs> it, it, I'm just uh, flattered. And yep. uh, butthead needs to be there, you know. <laughs> you can't yeah. just have Beavis. <laughs> oh, you know, you just uh, you guys are two friends now. Thank you. Thanks, Intro. <laughs> well, Intro guy is an honor to call you a friend. Seriously, mm. <laughs> that is uh, that is a huge honor, and I'm really, really happy and thankful that you say that about us alright guys I'll, I'll, see, I'll see you when I see you yep see yep. you when I see you guys and we'll be in touch sounds good alright All right. have a good have one have a great rest of your day guys alright later one. guys Bye. Bye. let's see if I figure out how to hang up